welcome into a new episode of Scarves Up! I'm your host, Nathaniel Maymoudis. We're talking about the first legs of the Western and Eastern Conference semifinals. Four good games after uh, four great knockout round matches. It's time to bring in my co-host, David Maymoudis. Hello, uh, everyone. And, I mean, I guess I said that they were all great games, but I mean, they did not run really a great Sounders game as the Sounders did get beat, even though they got the away goal. Um, so let's go through the games uh, uh, in order. Moist, our first game, Columbus Red Bulls. Columbus getting the lead. On the Red Bulls, 538 uh, is still uh, is is giving Columbus 58% chance to advance. Uh, wow, uh, the Red Bulls only a 42% chance. Uh, are you surprised by this? Because um, the New York Red Bulls, I mean, they did win the Supporter Shield, and they're very good at home. Yeah, I mean, obviously they've got a deficit to make up, so some work ahead of them. But, you know, they've been a good team in the regular season, obviously. And they do have the defender of the year, Tyler Adams, uh, beating out Chad Marshall. What did you think of that decision? Yeah, I mean, the voting method for that is interesting. Uh, It looks like, in this case, the player vote was decisive. Chad Marshall only getting 10% of the votes and uh, him getting about 30%. Uh, I think there's some collusion going on. You know, maybe we'll have to wait for the results of a more thorough investigation. Then the Sounders game was next. The game finished 2-1 after Sounders uh, took the lead. First, uh, they went to VAR uh, for a play that would leave Christian Rodon injured and don't know if he's going to be able to play, but what do you think of this play? They go to VAR, they say no penalty originally, and then they check it, still no penalty. What do you think? Because Antonella definitely gets him. He definitely gets him, but, you know, it's hard to know. I think you could make a case that Cristiano in... Uh, initiated the contact, you know, he could have tried Christian, to get farther Christian, away from the keeper. Christian Rodon. Ronaldo is not Ronaldo. Yeah, not excellent point. Thinking of Ronaldo's amazing goal against Manchester United, which didn't ma- matter, but uh, amazing. Yeah, so, if you haven't seen that, you got to go check that out. Right, so maybe our Cristiano should work on Christian. his... Maybe our Christian should work on his acting capabilities. You know, if he'd, if he'd taken a few more somersaults, perhaps, you know hit his fake blood canister or something like that, you know, that would have helped. I'm sure the other CR7 would have done something like that. But as it was, I I was, you know, it's it's hard to give a penalty in that situation. I, I thought it was a reasonable call. Yeah, I think uh, they got the call right um, uh, in that case. Uh, Raul Diaz would give the Sanders the lead. Um, good to see him getting on the scores again. Yeah. His first ever and playoff. Then the goal. game was looking great for the Sounders with their with the early away goal. Then get a little as fine as Mob say young forward for Portland get uh, put in by uh, get ball 
put by Valeri, and they get through. I think there's a there's a chance that he was offsides on this goal. If you look at the replay, yeah, this one really does look offsides. This is I'm when not it, sure why the VAR didn't see. Yeah, this, one. this is like clear and obvious. What I've heard is I think if this was called offsides, which which they usually don't call first because. Uh, they, because, like, they want to wait, which is just stupid. They should always just call it. I mean... Right, so what do you think of this idea call. that the ARs basically shouldn't make any calls to let play continue? I don't like it. I mean... You know, at that point, why bother... How, it really has to look... really have to see it. Why bother having ARs at all if you're just going to let everything be done on video replay? You could just review everything. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, like the traditional part of the game, and I don't like that they say this... Um, for V, for VAR, but I think if this had not, I think that if they called this back, they wouldn't have reviewed it because it's not clear and obvious. But uh, did look offside to me, and then they would score again uh, to make it two one. Right, while Christian uh, Roldan is off for um, going off for his injury before the Sounders before could get Wayne an eleventh player back on the on. field. Uh, they give up another goal, a little disorganization and at the back. And then Chad Marshall goes off. Uh, he's at, he has had surgery. He had had surgery. He will not be playing. So Roman and Rome Torres looked great. I mean, definitely, it's he's he's uh, you know he wants to play. He's a competitor. Um, so he's excited. Um, getting his chance. Um, uh, he's gonna score that goal sooner <laughs> sooner or later. Uh, but uh, Zayden and his, his partnership with Kim Kihi uh, looked good. Uh, looked good in this game. Uh, hopeful for the game in Seattle. Uh, second half, Sounders had chances. Victor Rodriguez probably with the most, with the best chance. Um, this game puts it right at Antonella. But uh, hopeful looked looked okay. When Francis come in, who do you think um, if Christian Rodon doesn't play? Who's going to be in the midfield? I guess the question is, is Harry Ship ready to go for a full game? I doubt he's 90-minute fit, but we could get 60 minutes out of him. But is he the best option, or do we put Buana in, who's who's been go dangerous? Um, I don't think we'll put Bruin in, but that could be better. I thought William Francis had a good game, so I um, and he was playing much better than New Who, so I prefer he started um, over New Who, making good runs, experienced player, um, uh, I think he could definitely start. So uh, between, he's been in the playoffs before. Between Buona and Ship, who would be your choice? I really don't know. I think... I th- I'm i going to say Buona. Um, and again, if Ship isn't uh, isn't 90-minute fit, you know, we could see either of them and with a plan to replace them with the other one. Maybe Delem will come in, um, play them, push Ladero more out wide... Um, or... I would guess uh, they'll keep Dilemma on the bench, you know, yeah. just so you still have the option of bringing, uh... But we have, we have Dem... Bringing Sensen back if you need an extra defender. We have, we have, uh, oh, we have Dem. Dem, so, uh, I hope when Francis, um, starts, uh, Sanders has been in this position... Um, where they're behind as they go home for the second leg. So Odwin Casey before Casey Keller retired against RSL. They played L. They played LA 2012. 
from behind, and they always scored goals. Maybe it wasn't enough. Maybe it's second leg this. They always scored goals. Of course, in 2012, last time they, uh, 2013, last time they played Timbers, behind 2-1, they scored goals. Hopefully, we don't have uh, a replay of that. But we can score goals at home, so I'm still pretty hopeful. Yep. We're not going to do a score prediction. Um, we don't want to jinx. We don't want to jinx anything. But game's at 7:30 tomorrow. I'm feeling good. 5:38 still says 47%. Still says 45. 47% chance. Timbers. Uh, Timbers uh, only had a, a 53% chance to make the conference championship. Uh, it's um non not definitely still on the table. One goal. It's a, if we score the first goal, it's gonna be huge, huge uh, for the Sounders. Uh, Portland did did score a third goal. Didn't count. Um, Ar who went to the World Cup was laughing about it after he he kept his flag down like uh, like they ask. Um, uh, but and and that was a, a funny goal. But they didn't get the third goal. How important do you think it is that they didn't score a third goal in that game? Obviously, it's great that a one nothing victory will put us through. Um, you know, but that's I, the important we gotta, thing is keep the Timbers off the board. We're at home. We got to come out and score multiple. Even if, thinking about if we score two and they score one, then it will go to extra time. We got to come out. We got to score. Um, if we get one, it's going to raise it. We're going to feel, we're going to be happy. Uh, we're going gonna, gonna to feel like we got this and we can't let that go. We got to just keep piling them on right. and not have the away goal thing matter. If we beat them and we beat them hard, then uh, it then good things will happen. And I agree with you. I'd rather see Schmetzer go for three goals than to try to get a one goal lead and protect it. Exactly. Because that's always, first of all, not a fun thing to watch as a fan, but always a dangerous strategy. It's true. That game is at 7.30 p.m. tomorrow because of a really annoying car show. Uh, who even likes cars? They're just bad for the planet. Uh, NYFC, the, same game, the other games are NYFC versus Atlanta. Uh, really scrappy goal, but Atlanta has uh, gets an away goal. They're leading 1-0 for NYCFC. I don't see this changing at all. The game's in Atlanta. Yeah, that'll um, be hard for New York to go down there and do something about that. And then now we'll bring up a Columbus. So the way I see it, I, I, would, uh, I see a Columbus-Atlanta uh, game in our future. Of course, we'll root for NYFC. Um, so there is hope that we could host. But uh, Columbus-Atlanta would be a good game, especially Columbus being at home and what happened last year in the playoffs. Um that would be a fun, a very fun series to watch. And then the other game, RSL versus Sporting Kansas City. Game finishes 1-1 all square as the game heads to Sporting Kansas City. Uh, RS, Sporting Kansas City have an away goal, but the game is tied. Who do you think has the advantage here? I would probably say RSL since they, they, know, they, know, they, they know they have to score. Since they're losing on away goals... And if they score one, then they're winning, but they're also tied on away goals. If they score one more, then they're winning on away goals, and it becomes really hard for Sporting Kansas City. Who do you think is going to win this game? Right, so obviously Sporting Kansas City has the option of trying to play for a 0-0 tie, but you know, if they try that, I hope they get punished for it. Yeah, uh, I don't expect them to. So obviously we'll be rooting for 
um, RSL in order to give the Sounders the home field advantage? Uh, def- definitely. Uh, 5.38, we look at those games. Sporting Kansas City is given the edge 77% to uh, 23% of RSL to advance. I don't think I agree with that, but we'll see. Well, Sporting Kansas City did have a you know much better record than, than RSL. And RSL, over the especially on the road. And Atlanta, 84% chance to advance. And hard over. to disagree with that prediction. Yeah. But. They've just been so good. I expect Miguel Amaran to go 90 minutes after only playing the half. Uh, refing, uh, they, they rested him. They said they were going to do that. Um, good. So, Sounders game tomorrow. We'll either keep going or, and, and, and hopefully Sounders will be playing when we're on the road in Berlin. Or we will have the Sounders season recap coming up sometime so tomorrow big game it's a nervous game and wherever you are if you're in the stadium make sure that the entire game you have your scars up